Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to mitigate crises and help teams get back on track. This podcast is about helping the C-suite leader to navigate challenges with confidence. For today's leader, I'm here to help you get back on track. Tomorrow's leader, let me partner with you to learn the secrets of the C-suite. Wherever you're at in your career, this is the podcast for you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, your host, and I am so grateful that you have joined us today where you can glean insights and inspiration, potentially from what I'm going to share with you. But also, I sincerely appreciate when you listen to our guest interviews that come out on Mondays. They impart so many insights for whether you are the C-suite leader of today going through some challenges or an up-and-coming who hopes to get into the C-suite and have a significant impact. But before we get to today's topic, again, we are in a season of optimism, excitement, and how do we maintain good time management? Because we are humming along with our initiatives. We have gotten over the sum of the humps of teams needing to get the support they need. We're moving along, but we're kind of turning back to you a little bit and giving you the skills that you need. But we are so excited. We have fans. We have reviews. We love reviews. It does something for the algorithm in elevating the appearance of the Drop-In CEO podcast such that we get even better guests and it's visible to people that need these insights. So today, a shout out to Charles Fry, who says, helpful, important, and challenging. Being or aspiring to be a leader at a senior level is challenging as well as fulfilling. Maintaining positive energy and a balanced perspective can be helped by having thoughtful and experienced coaches, mentors, guides, and friends. This podcast is one of these resources of inspiration, perspective, and affirmation that you can make your journey as a leader more productive and rewarding. Oh, I am so excited for that. A sincere Thank you to Charles. He actually, I met him and he is going to be a future guest on his show. So I'm grateful for the future insights and inspiration he's going to impart on you. But let's get to today's topic, time management habits of the CEO and what not to do. And, you know, I always start with a personal story. I wasn't always very good at this. I am still evolving. It is a journey for every C-suite leader, not only to do the basics of leadership, but your essential skill of managing your time and then modeling that behavior so others see how we manage that time. We want to work smarter. We don't want to work longer. The other tagline that I have for why we do this is I just want leaders to struggle less and spend more time doing the things they love for themselves, for their family, for their community, etc. And I, quite frankly, I love to cook. I actually like running now. I like to walk a lot. I love the sport of curling. I, like I said, I love cooking and entertaining. I just want more time for that, as well as investing in my well-being and sleep. So let me tell you a quick story, however, when I wasn't so good. And I want you to think about your particular behaviors or a time where time management wasn't optimum. I do remember in a particular role, and you know, I am so used to getting target or above target performance reviews from my bosses. I've always prided myself in that going above and beyond. 
and having amazing results. But there was one time that I was struggling. A lot of things were coming at me. My scope of responsibility was increasing. I was finally at a high level in an organization with many people in my care and plants and plant managers. And while there was a lot of glory with it, there also came my demise. And I do remember at a very unfortunate time where I had a sick relative, it was performance review time. And they were very sensitive, my boss, to whether they should deliver the message or not. And I said, please go ahead. And I did get a tongue lashing for those target objectives that I did not get done. Now, it's unfortunate that perhaps we never had a constructive conversation over the course of the year. Perhaps I lacked some transparency. Maybe they didn't ask well-placed questions on how was I doing on specific activity. Putting that aside, I did not get an I did performance review. Some things were below target. And it doesn't feel good. But upon reflection, and I have to take personal accountability for the results that I achieve, whether I'm in the right environment or not, whether I did have good one-on-ones with my boss, at the end of the day, it stops with you. We cannot blame others. We always have control. We can take an action on how we can improve ourselves or our situation. And I realized I did lack certain skills. I perpetuated the firefighter mentality. I did not have certain essential skills that I've learned the hard way were essential for good leadership. And I found after I had my tongue lashing and I had to provide feedback on what was I going to do differently to bridge the gap to get my deliverables done. And I realized that there was some online training provided by my employer. Again, I didn't get any coaching from them at all. I went online and found and found these were the gifts that I found as a result of a negative situation. I found some training on decision logic and prioritization. Again, you would think an engineer at this point, having risen up in an organization and managed various projects, et cetera, would have developed these skills. But, you know, sometimes it is masked by the can-do, A1 personality, high-performing person that works extra hours. It's invisible to others. If we are firefighters, we've got too much on our plate and we lack good decision logic and the prioritization. These were gifts that I received that I will go into the framework, but this was a bad situation that happened, but actually it was a good situation. And that's a mindset shift that we as leaders need to adopt whenever we are handed bad feedback. What can we do and take the high road to make our future better? Now, I will turn to you. There are people that are showing up in my world, whether I mentor them, one-on-ones when we just meet on LinkedIn, even my collective inability to manage time is perpetuated. I see it all over the place. And so that's why I dedicate an entire episode in the framework shortly that I'll share with you. But I find firefighters all over the place. And I want you to think about yourself. Do you have good time management? If you do, do you stick to it or do you fall off the wagon? I also want to think if you happen to have these skills and maybe you're thinking of turning off this podcast, but please don't. We as leaders have the responsibility to elevate others. And so if you think time management skills are necessary for certain people on your team or colleagues in order to not negatively impact others in the organization, please continue to listen or share the framework with them. But just know, I see you out there, the future C-suite leaders, you are still drained. 
by not having good time management. And it's for this that I want to dedicate the framework to relieve you so you struggle less and have the confidence to navigate with less challenges. And so here's the framework. I'm interrupting this episode to offer an absolutely free networking and educational opportunity I have created and I want you to be there. If you're a mid-level manager that loves your team and has a desire to accelerate your leadership growth, it is possible for you to become that executive leader in the next 24 months. Regardless of your area of specialty, and I know so many of you are talented, you have what it takes to be on the front line, collaborate with others, and get the job done. However, let me show you how to leverage that specialized knowledge to create solid connections with other leaders while shifting your focus from day-to-day leadership skills to long-term CEO strategy. Head over to my website, dropinceo.com, and click on the Drop-In CEO Collective to register for your next meeting. Now, back to the conversation. So when it comes to the framework, I actually don't give you the tools right away (laughs) because I find at the root of everything, we have to talk to you. Yes, I'm talking to you right now about your mindset and do you really want to be a leader? And these are hard questions that I'm asking you right now because one, when you envision a leader, and I know I envision a leader, it's somebody that looks like they're in control, that there's calm, that when they walk into the room, they're going to provide peace of mind to those in their care, providing guidance or discovery so that people have clarity to move forward, whether you're in a controlled situation and things are going well, or if you move down the scale into a chaotic situation, or unfortunately, maybe a crisis situation, that's the way you need to behave. And you have to ask yourself, are you ready to be a leader? Do you want that presence? Do you want to be seen as that person that can manage their time, not be frazzled, and not working at ungodly hours? Ask yourself that question. Maybe pause this podcast and then come back when you're ready for the next one. And then the other thing is mindset. Mindset is kind of that underlying tone of being a leader. Do you value being a firefighter and handling every detail? with lists upon lists. Are you valued because you're the go-to person for people to come to? And you are valued, but you need to change your mindset on what are the things you do need to be doing that provide the maximum value and guidance to an organization and relinquish the firefighter mentality. Now, mind you, you need skills occasionally. You have to go into the weeds and go into the fire in order to have clarity and then come out very quickly and provide the guidance. But I want you to pause also on your mindset. Do you value yourself and respect yourself as a leader, as somebody that should be above that firefighting approach and have a framework such that you don't go into the weeds and you can continue to lead and see the big picture? If you're not ready to change and that's where your value is, then that's okay. You've chosen to be that firefighting leader and maybe in your environment, that's what's needed. And maybe you're not ready for the next level, but I do hope you are. So I want you to start thinking, can you start shifting your mindset with the right set of tools and discipline yourself to be that leader that is focused on the strategy and employ better time management skills? So the next thing I ask you is once you have said, yes, Deb, I want to go ahead, and I do hope you want to go ahead, is having good decision logic. You need a set of grounding principles such as 
Does it relate to quality? Does it relate to the strategy? Does it relate to a customer? Whatever those pillars or guiding principles are, if it's one of those guiding principles, quality, service, customer, safety, those take your top priority and you will always focus on that. And anything that is related to a report, an activity, a meeting, they're all important, but does it have to be important for you and for you now or never? That's the discrimination that you need to make between what do you need to do and what do you not need to do now or maybe in the future. Decision logic is critical to you being the leader that you need to be. And then secondly is then once you prioritize those things that you need to do, then what are those things then can you delay? And this is going to sound familiar again. And then what are those things that need to get done, but you don't have to do yourself, but you could delegate to somebody? And also what does not need to get done by you or anybody else, but could you delete it? And I'll add one extra thing is, do you have realistic timelines? Sometimes we want to try to get everything done by the end of the week, but ask yourself, what is the appropriate time and value for this particular activity? Put reasonable dates in there that you can succeed, but don't put them out too far because then all of a sudden those things that you've delayed or procrastinate become the urgent and they start putting you into chaos and ultimately crisis and you get into this terrible cycle. And finally, when you get through this, you have to evaluate what you're doing daily, weekly, and monthly. And within a day, it's possible maybe you get 80% done. You have time to reflect and say, what can I do differently tomorrow? At the end of the week, if you get 80% done, that's just fine. Reevaluate what do you need to change to get yourself to 85 or 90%. And then finally, at a monthly basis, just step back and look at what did I get done? High five yourself for getting the great work done. But if you start falling back to that 70 or 60%, you need to reevaluate not only your decision decision logic, your prioritization, and whether you do it, delay it, delegate it, or delete it. But finally, evaluate you. It is you and your mindset. Are you ready to be the leader and have good time management and guide your people going forward? If you don't have that discipline, what prevents you from having that discipline? Do you need additional tools and techniques to keep you focused, time blocking, time block where your creative moments and accept no other meetings and do your creative work? Have your open office hours, have your one-to-one, find a schedule that works for you that maximizes based on the energy that you have, whether it's creative energy, administrative energy, people energy. You need to figure it out. And I'm here for you. <laughs> you don't have to do it alone. Again, the framework, let me repeat it. Do you have the right mindset? Do you have the right decision logic? Are you grounded? Can you prioritize what you need to do? Delay, delegate, or delete? Do you have the discipline to daily, weekly, monthly reflect and make the course corrections to get yourself to a high level of performance and high time management? And if you can't do this, evaluate what continues to prevent you to move forward. And so you there you have it. There's the framework. Tag your it. This is the time to think about what I just shared with you. And if you are ready to, in the next day, the next week, put to practice what I have shared with you, this framework. Tell others what you're doing. Share with a significant other. That reinforces your accountability for what you want to do. But just know I am here for you. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. Reach out to me on my website. Let's schedule 15, 30 minutes just to get to know each other, understand your situation, and perhaps I can impart some knowledge. 
I know anytime anybody shows up for me at the end of the conversation, a light bulb goes on and I impart new thought because I was able to deeply listen and understand your situation if you can't do it yourself. And I might also add the drop-in CEO collective, my once a month forum where people have been coming (laughs) to network with other people. We have an educational component every week that based on what I'm hearing, but also it's spot coaching. And I will tell you, the universe is telling me people are just showing up for the spot coaching, sharing their situation with others. And what can we do together to maybe move you forward and out of being stuck? So stay tuned. The drop-in collective is actually morphing. (laughs) I am reevaluating the value that you need. So there you have it. Some time management tips for the leader that you want to be. I do hope this was helpful for you. If you like this episode, please subscribe, rate, review, tell others. Don't keep it a secret to yourself. We love more people coming. And I will tell you, thank you, thank you, thank you. The downloads are starting to increase. Very interesting. And I sincerely appreciate it. Please review the podcast if you like it. It encourages others to jump on, jump on and leverage this great resource. And with that, I'll slow it down a little bit. I get so excited about these podcasts. I just want to thank you again for the encouragement of continuing this podcast, your support, your engagement. Write a review. I will read it on the program. And I just want to say thank you. And I wish you continued success and be well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I hope you are inspired by our conversation and can apply what you heard to your business or career goals. If you found this episode valuable, please share this show with at least one friend who would find it useful and inspiring. Your support allows me to keep sharing insights and inspiration to leaders who are working their way to the C-suite. To connect with me or learn more about the Drop-In CEO services, go to my website at dropinceo.com. And until we meet, I wish you well and much success.